0: You're listening to a Marcus Sahaba online radio podcast.
1: Yes, it's just gone now, uh, 206 uh, Central African time. Marcus Sahaba, the voice of the Ahalus, uh, Sunnah al Jama, keeping you company. A special edition of QA with the Mufti A.K. Hussein on the 29th of April 2020, the 5th of Ramadan, 1441. And you know, I decided uh, to name it Q and Fire with Mufti A.K. Hussein. Uh, let's welcome a uh, pious and sagacious Ummah with a hearty Assalamu Alaikum, Waratnatullahi wa, wa Barakatu on the board. And Mufti A.K. Hussein ready to field your question. and and give you the answers Mufti sahab assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. tell us how you're doing this fine beautiful afternoon
0: wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh brother Shafaat Ahmad Khan we welcome all the listeners of Radio Lansar International Sirius FM and the listeners of Marqas Sahaba the voice of al Sunnah wal-jamal alhamdulillah it's Wednesday afternoon 5th of Ramadan now is the time for q and duas are accepted at this time Imam Bukhari rahimahullah, has mentioned in his work Al-Adab Al-Mufrad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam's du'a during the Battle of Khandaq was accepted on Wednesday afternoon and Sayyidina Jabir Radiyallahu Anhu used to say whenever he encountered a problem he used to wait for Wednesday afternoon raise his hands and thereafter all might Allah would accept his dua so inshallah we will continue educating the ummah because brother Shafat, information brings about transformation.
1: Beautifully said, the Mufti A.K. Hussein, education brings about transformation. And lots of questions have come in thus far. This one reads, he says, As-salamu alaykum. I really enjoy Mufti A.K. Hussein. Uh, he says, why the great disparity in Fidya between the Hanifis, uh, the Shafis and the Malikis? And Mufti Sahib, I've noticed that as a Hanifi, we have to pay 22 rands, whereas the Malikis and the Shafis only pay 7 rands. Uh, please, uh, Mufti Sahib. Uh, Mufti
0: Bismillahir Rahmanir rahim Nahmaduhu wa Nuswalli ala Rasulul Kareem, Amma Bad, All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the Sustainer, Narisha and Cherisher of the Universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved Master and Leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Obviously, different ulama in South Africa, other countries, the region where they are, they will pass the verdict accordingly. But our verdict on this issue is this. Remember that Sadaqatul Fitr that we normally pay in the last week of Ramadan, and the, fit and the, 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 the Sadaqatul Fitr that is called Fitra, and the fidya is 30 rand per person or per fast, and that is according to the Hanafi school. And according to the Shafi'is, Malikis, Ambalis, remember I am my Thalatha, the three schools they're on one side, they say as far as the fitra Sadaqatul Fitr, Zakatul Fitr also it's called, is 40 ren. And remember according to the Shafi'is, Malik, Isambalis, the fidya is 10 ren. So that is the verdict we passed. So your question is valid. You must remember that. So why is there such disparity between the scholars and so forth? You see if you study Imam Shafi'i's lifestyle, he was in Makkah and he studied by Imam Malik. And Imam Shafi is the ustad of Imam Ahmed bin Hanbal. And Imam Shafi's teacher is Imam Malik. So all three of them were interlinked with one another. So they worked on what we call the Sa'ul Hijazi. You know, like how nowadays you got kilos and so forth and so on. So they used that way, weighing, weighing, you know, instrument and so forth that was there in, Mad- in Madina Munawwara, so it's called Sa'ul Hijazi And when the Hanafis Worked it out They were there in Iraq So they used the Sa' or Sa'ul Iraqi So the Hanafi one Was much bigger Compared to theirs And therefore You have the disparity And so forth So regarding the Fidya So that is why So our advice to you It's a small amount Not a big amount So whatever extra You can give Alhamdulillah And Quran, Kareem And Surah 2 teaches us to give extra as well regarding Fidya Surah 2 verse 184 when all Mattia Allah states Fa man ta Allah. whoever gives little but extra remember it is better for him so to reiterate Hanafi is the Fitra Sadaqatul Fitr and Fidya 30 per day 30 ren per fast and 30 per person and regarding the Shafi'is Malik is humbly, regarding Sadaqatul Fitter, they call it Zakatul fitter also, is 40 Rand per person, and regarding Fidya, it is 10 Rand per person per fast, and all this money must be given to poor Muslims only who are entitled to receive Zakat.
1: Assalamu alaikum Mufti Saab. Uh, this is R. Tombela. He says, I reverted to Islam a few years ago. Mufti Saab, I was amazed at the interpretations of the verses of the noble Quran until one day I came across Surah 4 and Nisa, verse 36. Towards the end, it reads, and the slaves whom your right hand possesses, please help me understand, Mufti Saab. As the Christian uh, preacher that lives next door to me, he says, Islam still practice slavery. Mufti Saab.
0: Okay, Jazakallah Khairan. First and foremost, our message to you, my brother. You say you reverted to Islam, so we give you one Quranic verse, and thereafter, we mention one hadith Sharif. The Quranic verse, my brother, write it down and make a note of it, a mental note. Surah 8, Surah Anfal, and verse number 38. Surah chapter 8, verse 38. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam tell the non-Muslims if and when they abstain from their kufr and shirk and blasphemy, polytheism You home, they will be forgiven for the sins of the past so imagine a person embraces Islam at the age of 20, 30, 50, 70, so the sins he committed is all forgiven by all, Maitiyallah when Amr bin As radhiyallahu ta'ala and Fatih and Misr, in the eighth year the conqueror of Egypt, on the first of Ramadan 20th year after the hijrah he conquered Egypt nevertheless it was the 80th of the hijrah he and Khalid bin Walid they went and they embraced Islam so Mustafa addressed Amr bin As and said Inna qabla, that Islam expunges and removes the vices of the past so therefore it is you my brother you are so fortunate indeed like a newborn baby. So yes, this objection that the priests, the clergy are raising is nothing new. From the time of Mustafa wasallam, they would raise all these type of objections. So let us explain to you, Wama malakat That's the Arabic text, you quoted Surah 4, verse 36. My brother... Now, to understand anything of Islam, you have to juxtapose it, compare it with today's man-made systems, right? So I'll give you the Islamic way first. In Islam, the Muslim army is victorious against the enemy. So you are the commander-in-chief. So what options do you have? You have the powers, the prisoners of war, of the non-Muslims there so in Islam we can kill them life for life because they had the opportunity they were killing our men second one you can take fidya some compensation some ransom from them third option for imma mandam ba'du wa imma Fidaan. you just release them free of charge tell them you go you have forgiven them pardon them that's number three number four mubadalatul usara that we do an exchange of powers of prisoners of war so you give us our prisoners, you take yours And irrespective of the quantity and amount Fourth one is called istirqaq Istirqaq is we make them slaves Did Islam introduce the slavery? No Slavery was already in vogue And prevalent at that time You just have to read the Bible And you will find That they had Solomon Nabi salam, Or the Bible called him King Solomon How many thousand slaves? Hundred slaves King David Nabi Dawud alayhi salam. So slavery was already there. But Islam regulated it. So what Islam said, we don't want the burden on the financial fiskers and we don't want on the, fi- the fiskers and on the finances of the government. So we made it al hunmu bil-hurmi. We made it a win-win situation. So you, the slave, you will come now to the Muslim. You getting free boarding, lodging, all your expenses are paid for. And you will work for this person here and so forth and so on. So that is what Islam is teaching and if you study hadith my brother you will know Imam Bukhari rahimahullah was asked that what is silsila to the the golden chain of hadith he said Malik and Nafi and Ibn Umar. Imam Malik reports from his teacher Nafi Nafi reports from Abdullah Ibn Umar Abdullah Ibn Umar radiyallahu anhu one sahabi he set free and liberated 1000 slaves he performed 1000 Umrahs and he performed 60 Hajj. If you study Asma or Rijal you will know there's the, 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 the history and the profile of the reporters. So he told his slave who he liberated emancipated, go no, he said, no, I stay here. So Islam took the slaves and made them into giants. Today we take their name with honor and pride. What you did, you dumped them in Guantanamo Bay and remembered where the due process. You speak of human rights. You speak of democracy. Where is the democracy, human rights of our brothers languishing there in Gitmo? It stinks the American regime's policy and they supposed to be the defenders of human rights and so forth. So when people raise this objection then tell them show us what you got and show us what Islam got. And remember Islam says that the best thing to do is you liberate them emancipate them. Mustafa Rahmatul alamin Sallallahu Alayhi Wasallam liberated in his Mubarak life and Zindagi Mubarak his life 63 slaves. So the president or the president was set by the master Habibu Nasr, Allah himself so when you study islam my brother and the term slave comes is not that slavery in the western media and western mind that people are going to get food every second third fourth day and they are in shekels and chains no islam took them into slavery liberated them and liberated their minds and gave them the true understanding
1: of islam Yes, sir, People, Q and Fire with Mufti A K Hussein. Now you've sent in your uh, WhatsApp on 0847863132, and Alhamdulillah, beautiful, comprehensive answer coming through by our beloved Mufti A K Hussein. Uh, this uh, question reads, Mufti Saab, I am a confident and humble businessman who just makes ends meet. However, the lockdown seems to have psychologically affected me. Can you give a wazifa to recite, uh, beloved Mufti Sahab?
0: Remember, the best wazifa is what all my gives. Every person will be worried this end of the month. There's bills to pay. The staff are not at work, but they're expecting wages. The creditors are waiting for their money. You thought your shop, your factory, your business will be open. And it's locked down. More than one month now has passed and so forth. So it's natural, my brother. So you want a wazifa, so we give you from Quran Sharif. Chapter 7, verse 180. Walillahi ul husna, fadu'uhu Allah has wonderful beautiful names, invoke and call all Allah jalla by his beautiful names. You are my brother Ahmad, Muhammad, Abdullah, Rahman. so what you're going to do from today, you start today after the QA. so what you're going to do, that you start reading the 99 names of Allah, and if you can understand the meaning of it, all the better, I'm giving you you three names, Wahhab, Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam chapter 38 verse 35, after reconstructing Majid al-Aqsa, he asked Allah, <speaking in Hebrew> Rabbi abli, mulk Allah yam bagi li min ya Allah grant me such a magnificent kingdom, no one ever must have such a kingdom after me, innaka anta antal wahhab so you read the beautiful 99 names of Allah, in Bukhari Sharif Tirmidhi Sharif Mustafa Rahmatul Alameen alamin Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Man Ahsaha Daqalul Jannah who memorizes it who reads it looking inside he enters Jannah and you my brother Abdullah Abdurrahman you read Ya Wahabu, Ya Wahabu Ya Wahab. Ya, ya Allah out of your unlimited treasures give me also Ya Allah Ya Basitu Ya Basitu Ya Basitu Ya Allah that you are the one, you increase my risk, we are in lockdown but you make the arrangements and the means, I want halal income I don't want polluted contaminated income, ya Allah so ya wahabu abundantly ya basitu abundantly ya fatah, ya fatah, ya Allah they are telling us lockdown but we saying and pronouncing and announcing your name you are fatah, you open all the locks, open your mercy for us ya Allah ya Fattah ya Fatah. grant us victory open the doors remove the impediments and obstacles you do that inshallah when next week Friday two weeks time you will be in good, good good, feeling inshallah key is consistency every day you must do it and Allah Allah go into sajda suhoor time, Sehri time and pour your heart out and speak to Arhamul Rahimin to all Madhya Allah and Allah will grant us, grant you everybody the best inshallah.
1: As-salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, Mufti, it is Ibrahim from South Beach, Mufti, a home of mother, a home of father. Which one is your home in Islam Ustaz, Mufti Saab?
0: MashaAllah, our home is, we start with the house, and the house is the structure. And then when husband, wife they click with one another and they maybe have children and all are clicking. Clicking means they are qurratu Ayun, they are the coolness of one another's eyes. Rabbana Hablana Min Azwajina Ayun. Oh Allah grant us such spouses and children that are the coolness of the eyes. So that the how home, that the house becomes a home. And then we make salah. Salam. salam. then the house become Dara Salam, and then you get Laylatul Qadr then Allah's one name is Salam. do you know what is Laylatul Qadr As-Salaam Uyukri'uka Salam. now that banda that servant that slave is crying begging on the 27th night and the odd nights As-Salaam Uyukri'uka Salam. Allah's message comes to Abdullah Abdul Rahman Fatima Zainab Jamila they for you, we have kept your dar as-salam, one namuna one sample and example is your life here on this earth thawab dunya we gave you the reward in this world that is just a bonus for husna akhirah, and the optimum maximum reward will be in the year after so that is our abode my brothers dar as-salam
1: well said the Mufti saab Darussalam, and uh, well, peace uh, descends on Darussalam. Mufti Saab, this question says, uh, Salaamu Alaikum Wa Rahmatullahi Wa barakatuh I don't have children and I want to adopt a child. Please advise, Jazakallah khair.
0: Allah in Arabic you say when you ask somebody and that somebody knows very well about this topic. So you say you don't have children, say so we don't have children, mashallah, and I'm ninety percent sure we married much longer than you, brother, sister. Now you are worried you married two years, five years, nothing happening, so let us go and adopt. Fine it is permissible, but you must understand the following three things and understand it properly. When you adopt, you must adopt a baby, a baby one day, one month, six months, eight months, like that. Why? So remember when you register the child, you have to register the child by the biological father's name and not your name. The real evidence proof, Surah 33 verse 5, Ud <laughs> that you must call them the adopted children by the biological father's name, that is just Zaid, the only Sahabi, radiyallahu anhuarda, whose name is mentioned in the Noble Quran, he was called Zaid bin Muhammad. Zaid bin Muhammad, after Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam, mubarak name, nami mubarak name, and blessed name. The Ayat got revealed, Surah 33, verse 5. Now it's called Zaid bin Harisa. So he got cut off from Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam, but all met Allah elevated him, and his name is mentioned in the Quran. Every hafiz, every Imam has to read it to complete the Quran Sharif. Alamaqad See how all Matiya elevates people. So nevertheless, that's the first thing. Now you say you don't even know the biological father. You got it from the orphanage or social worker or some. Then, fa'illam da'lamu a'ba'ahum فِي الدِّين. Then they are your brothers in Islam. His name is Salman, Salman bin Islam. Her name is Zainab, Zainab, the daughter of Islam. So first issue is haram for you to to register that baby whom you adopted on your name on your surname. Maninta ila ghairi to make the lineage of a boy girl of a child towards yourself and you not the father biological father. Then remember Allah's curse, the angels' curse, the people's curse. Open Mustafa Ahmad. So therefore. Islam is very safe. Islam is so concerned and emphatic on this point, you must preserve the lineage of people. So that's number one. Number two, the child will not inherit. To circumvent that, remember, you can make wasiyah, so you bequeath for the child. Child passes away, then you don't inherit, and you pass away, adopted parents, then remember the child will not inherit, but you can make wasiyah. You for him or her, maximum one third. So that will be permissible, remember that. Third one, when the child grows up is a boy then between him and you adopted mother the laws of hijab and parda will come into effect and if the girl then once she reaches the age of 9, 10 remember she's now becoming baligha. so between you that girl the daughter and you the adopted father then there will be hijab parda so how are we going to circumvent that and solve that you the adopted mother therefore I told you if you go in this room adopt a baby one day one week one month six months old you take medication tablets whatever ask the doctors and then you breastfeed the adopted daughter adopted son then you and your husband become the foster father foster mother so that problem can be solved in that way there but the baby must be less than two years old two lunar years old and the incident of Zaid is mentioned in Surah 33 Surah Ahzab and verse number 37 so everything you will find in the noble quran alhamdulillah so remember the three things registration of the baby second one about parda hijab and then you have to breastfeed and about inheritance and then you go ahead remember many a time people ask me so i said by that we made ourselves waqf you see Allah Nawawi, rahimahullah, he didn't get married. People asked him, We're not suggesting for a moment you mustn't get married. So he said he say bye, I'm so busy with my work and so forth. I don't got time for wife and all that, you're telling me you have one meal a day. So much time is to spend in his tasneef, in his tahqiq and research and writing and compiling and whatever. So we like that in this sense that we're so busy and all that. Now what adopt and this Allah give thousand million as people Ask children I said yes he said where I see thousands of children across the world all my students good students loyal students they're all my children mashallah so all
1: Ruhani is for the children mashallah Allah bless our Mufti and this uh, an anecdote came to mind uh, Hazrat Ali radiallahu said marriage is like sailing on a ship marriage is like sailing on the ship uh, as soon as the child comes the ship sinks and the honeymoon is over so our Mufti is on honeymoon Yeah, 24-7. Mufti Sahib, this question says, uh, Whether people like it or not, uh, marriages are in trouble. Please explain, Mufti Sahib, why is it so that husbands can be very kind and considerate towards other women, but so harsh on their own wives? Other women can be three times divorced and love the dunya and be nasty and chat to many men, but our husbands will take such kind, respectful messages to them but call their own wives ugly names and scream at them. Also, a lot of married women chatting to married men till late night on WhatsApp, but can't talk to their own spouse unless to fight and swear and be impatient. Nasiya will be valued, uh, Mufti Sahab. I cannot put my name here because uh, my family will catch on. Mufti Sahab
0: obviously it's a valid question and it's something we're experiencing for the past, how many years remember, I'm giving both sides advices, number one for you the husbands that the wives, especially in lockdown now, that people get frustrated they get desperate and so forth so you must remember what is your role, oh husband surah 4, surah nisa, the nisa means women and verse 19 Allah has made it mandatory obligatory treat your wives with love and respect and justice look at the sacrifice your wife made she left her parents she left her place of birth she left her siblings she left everything that she was accustomed to came to a strange place to spend the remainder of her life with you is that not a big sacrifice and then you deflowered her, you had your enjoyment, but now when you have two, three children, you want to swear her, you're no Muslim, you're no more Trump, you're oversized and you are so, and all these nasty, nasty, unsavory comments are made. So obviously she must be upset because you're hurting her feelings and emotions. So that's number one. Number two, Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the hadith and who's going to report the hadith Siddiqa to Bintu Siddiq Sayyida Aisha radiyallahu She is Siddiqa her father is Siddiq Akbar Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq radiyallahu an she spent the time with Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam. 2210 ahadith she reported through the different chains of transmission she states Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam sallam said khayrukum khayrukum li ahalikum the best of you are the best of you to your wives and children li لِأَهْلِي I'm the best to my wives and my children Today we have the total incorrect criteria and barometer. The best criteria barometer is what Mustafa وسلم, said. The world can say you are good but if your wife and children say you are bad, or oh husband, by Allah Jalla Wala and Mustafa وسلم, you are bad. And the converse will apply. The world can say you are bad but if you are good to your wife and children, then Allah Jalla Wala and Mustafa Sallallahu also say you are good. So that is the barometer. For you wives, my one advice, just look after your tongue and 90% of the problems will be solved. Sometimes you go on and on and on, you nag, 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 and that man goes really crazy. So just keep quiet for a little while and you will see, play your trump card. Not like President Trump, you must know how to play your trump card. So how when your husband blows his top and everything, you keep quiet and silent. Then if tar time, sleeping time, he'll come, oh my honey, oh my darling, oh my sweetheart, that's the time. Makhkan lagana hai. He wants to butter you up and so forth. Now is the time to play your trump card. You know, darling, I felt very hurt, but I made sabar, it's Ramadan, because I love you and so forth. And he will feel guilty and say what you want, that's the time, you say credit card, debit card, I need this I need this, so don't go overboard so in that way there but the problem is our women 90% if the husband says one, they want to say two they want to say three, and you spoke of Sayyidina Ali, let me give you a story of Sayyidina Omar, Sheikh Austa Shaykh Muhammad Ali Sabuni, Rahimahullah, uh, Hafidahullah has mentioned this in his kitab on ziwaj. Kissa to Umar wal-Arabi, that's the subheading. One day, Sayyidina Umar radiyallahu anhu ul the shaitan would see, he would take a U-turn and run away. This Arabi bad one came, right to the door of Sayyidina Umar's house, he took a U-turn and went away. But Sayyidina Umar saw him with the corner of his eye. He sent one person, go call that person. So that Arabi, the bad one came. You said you came here for something, why you went to? He said, Please, Amirul muminin I beg you, let's not discuss. He said, No, I'm imposing upon you, you must tell me. He said, you see, Amir al-Mu'minin, I told my wife a few words and she told me so many paragraphs and she gave me a tongue lashing and my heart is broken. When I came here to your house, I could hear your wife shouting you. So I said, what good is this Amir al-Mu'minin? The both of us are sitting in the same boat. The wives are shouting. So what is he going to help me? But this is a genius. Sayyidina Umar, Amir al-Mumineen, Omar al-Faruq. He said, come brother, man to man, let's discuss it. Who cooks your food? He said, wife. Who looks after your children? Wife. Who cleans the house? Wife. Who stitches the clothing when they are torn? Those days, nowadays our ladies don't do, but normally. So anyway, so he said, subhanallah. There's one lady, but is fulfilling five six portfolios. So sometimes give them the opportunity. You know, in English we use the expression "let him get it off his chest." So let it get get off their bosom. Let them make their ada and qaza. Let them make the noise, and then you will see things will get much better. So that's the advice, Seda. So once in a while you do it is understood. But you ladies, sometime I don't say all. Some ladies, sometime or some ladies most of the time that you'll go on and on and on. So therefore you must wear the ring. Which type of ring? Like Imam Abu Hanifa used to wear the genius. Jirmuhu sagheer wa jirmuhu kabir. The size of the tongue is small but the crime it commits is very big. See that's why Now your husbands 100% haram, and this is 100%, no exaggeration. If you go on percentage, you will find two-thirds to 70% of the Muslim husbands are involved in this. They, They are busy with other women, either on the chat line, either on the WhatsApp, either on this, and they want to be the paragon of beauty and piety. They will speak so nicely. You know why, sister, you ask the question? Because forbidden fruit seems tasty. Forbidden fruit is not tasty, it seems tasty. So see what Almighty Allah got the message here. And some ladies, married ladies, they look at their husband, he's now got the, you know, tummy is all hanging out, can't even fit in his trouser properly and so forth and so on, he's out of shape and everything. So now you want the smart guy, you know, this type of thing. And now the smart guy also, he's got a big wallet and what have you. So for all these cases remember see what Allah says, قُلْ لَا يَسْتَوِي you got your wife she is pure that girlfriend that somebody else's wife your mistress your spare wheel Quran is using the word is khabeeth is impure is napak remember the pure and the impure can never be equal even though the abundance of the impurity it impresses you how she talks how she walks how she behaves say what? and look at my wife simple Simon but remember that simple Simon was loyal to you and that lady will go to the highest bidder. she's put herself up for auction so remember that Quran is teaching us men are guilty when they speak to the strange ladies women are guilty when they speak to the strange man wala mutakhidina wala Allah mentioned it both ways masculine and feminine gender, no place for boyfriend and gir- and girlfriend and joy boy and toy boy and sugar daddy, no place for all that in Islam, now see the message, فَاتَّقُ Fear Allah, every day people are leaving this world tomorrow is my turn and your turn O oh Muslim, O oh Muslimah Ya al Bab, O oh people of intelligence, to stay with your wife as a loyal partner is a sign of intelligence and to think you will be get away with it, is a sign of foolishness, and that is how you will be successful, chapter 5, surah Ma'ida, verse 100, so brothers, leave the impure, and your wife is pure. Oh women, your husband is pure. Then don't get busy with the other men. Do not even go near towards zina and fornication and adultery. Islam always advocates and teaches us a pure and a chaste lifestyle.
1: Well said, uh, Mufti sahab, and uh, really comprehensive indeed. Uh, uh, this message says, Mufti sahab, please send a firm warning to all wives of the ummah. This is a trend that since long, women want to chat uh, to men on phones. So, for example, if the woman's name is Khatija, she tells a man, text my name as Khalik under contacts. So now the wife will see Khalik on screen and then think, okay, it's fine, he's chum from work. Meantime, Mulan, uh, Mufti sahab, he's chatting with Khatija camouflaged as Khalik. Disgraceful indeed. Please, Muqtisa, put an end to this.
0: Remember we are only simple servants and slaves of Allah Only Allah will put an end to this When a person gets totally disgraced and humiliated We might get away with it once, twice, nine, ten times But when we persist and continue Then remember it will always go on You speaking of that my brother Shafad Khan One day I received a question That the husband you know He was busy You must remember with that lady but he put there beautiful woman and then gorgeous woman stunning woman so the wife got all of that and she prays beautiful woman and her phone rang oh she was already you know swept off her feet my husband is calling me beautiful then she prays gorgeous woman and then his mother's phone rang subhanallah and then stunning woman his sister's phone rang say what a wonderful husband I got you know that he gave us such but then he had Abdul Ghaffur mechanic. You see, they in the contactless. So she didn't know, but Abdul Ghaffur mechanic was the girlfriend. You see, on <laughs> the phone is showing mechanic, but other side is the girlfriend. So this is how they play games. You must remember this type of things. My advice, you husbands. When you cannot control your desires, your lust, your passion, then just go back to your Nokia phone. You don't need this WhatsApp. You don't need this headache. You don't need this haram thing in your life. You will destroy your marriage. You will destroy your children's life. You will destroy everything. Woman, for what? You need that WhatsApp phone. Tell me, please. So when you want to chat with other men, you want to chat with this one's husband, that one, just go back to your old phone, your Nokia phone, and inshallah you'll be safe and sound from all these fitnas. This is a two-edged sword. Remember there is benefit I use every day to send out nasiyah and hundreds of emails and thousands of whatsapps and what and what. But you must remember when we're abusing it, Quran Karim gave us the principle. In alcohol and in gambling, Quran says that there is manafi, benefit and ism, there is sun, but the sun is much much more compared to the benefit, so when you're using it for boyfriend, girlfriend activities, haram purposes, pornography, movies upon movies, then take that phone and smash it to pieces, and say I did it ya Allah for your love, and see Allah will give Give you a halawatul iman, the sweetness of iman, that who will do so, in Ramadan if they don't want to change, then when will they stay and change, you know if you go to Iraq, brother Shafaat, Imam Ahmad bin Hanbal, Imam Ahli Sunnah wal Jamaah is buried there, next to him is the sage of the age, Bishar al-Hafi, he used to walk around bare feet, people asked him, Bishar, why you walk bare feet, these are all Ullah Khasan khuda, He said, I am a slave of Allah. Allah says, I made this land and sand a carpet for you. How excellent I laid down this carpet for you. I feel shy to walk with shoes and sandals. Rather, I walk back. This is not a masla." That is now awliya, ullaka or makame. They have their own understanding. So ye bishar hafiz one sentence. And how apt it is. Bi'is al la yarifoon Allah illa fi Ramadan. Horrible, terrible indeed are the people who only recognize and worship Allah during Ramadan. And 11 months we don't want to be Abdullah, the slave of Allah. We want to be Abdullah Hawa. We want to be the slave of our woman's fancies and desires. Is. so think properly about that brother sister Ramadan means to burn and incinerate the sins
1: truly Allah blessed her Mufti Mashallah, the voice is strong he has the energy this question reads my sister-in-law boasts of her five-year-old fasting and praying but I told her the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam thought that the children should begin praying at the age of seven she now says I am uh, over-jealous, over a masoom. Uh, Mufti Sam, your comments?
0: You must remember that if your children are fasting at the age of five, six, it's fine as long as you are not endangering their lives and so forth, then that is fine. we got no problem with that. The problem comes about when we start showing off. You know, I spent so many years in Pakistan, almost seven years. So there, they to make three-year-old, four-year-old children fast. Then the media would come, take their photos, snaps, all that. Now they'll put them on TV and what have you. Yeh, but cha, yeah, cha, sal hai, or rose out a and all that. So when we start showing off, then you are destroying everything. Now we have to draw a lesson. What is the lesson? Chapter number 23 and verse number sixty. Chapter 23, and verse number 60. So our mother Siddiqa, Sayyidah Aisha asked Mustafa sallallahu alaihi wasallam, and inquired regarding this particular verse the hearts were trembling and shaking and shivering because they returning to all Almighty Allah oh, O Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam who are these people did they commit fornication adultery, commit theft and fraud no, no O oh, daughter of Siddiq, not that meaning there they are fasting they are reading salat giving charity doing good deeds but they fear by all will they be will they be accepted servants by Allah or rejected by Allah, so my sister your 5 year old son, daughter is very good, but now when you start boasting and showing off then the child's awab will be there but your boasting and arrogance remember will destroy everything so that you should be crying to Allah, Ya Allah, my ma'asum child, kept this fast, So through your wasila of my child, accept my rosa also. That is how a Muslim thinks. Rabbana taqabbal minna, innaka anta samiul alim. Oh Allah, accept on our behalf, verily you are all hearing and all knowing. Not we start showing off and tell people this and all these things here. That definitely is unacceptable, remember that.
1: Mm -hmm. Mufti sahab, uh, please uh, make dua for us uh, single people who are having great difficulty in finding partners. You are pious. We are making dua, so much dua and istighfar. We listen to our parents. We earn halal rosy. Only Allah knows why we alone. Mufti sahab, there's a plea here.
0: Yes, 100% Allah tala pious, Allah alone knows who People think we pious, but Allah alone knows who's pious, remember that. So we can never ever claim piety and so forth that only all might Allah knows. However, I'll give you three, four prescriptions. Number one, that is your starting point. Whatever the circumstances are, things work out, alhamdulillah. Things don't work out, alhamdulillah ya la kulli hal. Ya Allah, in all cases, all circumstances, we still praise you alone the most, Ya Allah. Hadith in Tirmidhi Sharif. That's your starting point. La taqnatu amir rahmatillah. Never become despondent, thus illusion in the mercy of Almighty Allah. So you, my sisters, Ramadan, you by heart memorize this verse. Surah 25, verse 74. رَبَّنَا مِنَ وَذُرِّيَاتِنَا قُرَّةَ عَيُونَ O Allah, grant us our spouses and children and progeny that are the coolness of the eyes. In your sajda, when you go in namaz, if you know it by heart, read it then also. the Hajjud time, your awake suhoor time. Read special two rakats. Ya Allah, send that person who has taqwa and khair to so that I can settle down with him. If you're a male, then for the work, a lady, as a lady, and for the male, for the husband to be, and you the parents, same surah, chapter 25, surah Furqan, the criterion, verse 54. For the daughters and sons, 74. And for the parents, they must read on behalf of their children and for their children. Surah 25, verse 54. Allah created human beings from the semen and sperm. And then Allah gave us a lineage, Allah gave us in laws. So that is the dua you must make, oh parents, grandparents. Read daily, two rakat, Salatul Hajar, and. Then never lose hope in the mercy of Almighty Allah. Give out charity and inshallah things will happen. And worst case scenario, you forty, sixty, 60, nothing happened. Then remember we must be rida bil qadha. What is rida bil qadha? That is the decree of all Maithya Allah jalla wala and I accept it wholeheartedly. People ask me, you married so many years, no children, what? I say, alhamdulillah, that if I had children, I couldn't travel so many countries. If I had children, I couldn't teach so many people. If I had children, I couldn't spend so much time on the media. So we turn the negative into a positive. So that is what you must do. To have children, we Rahmatullah is to say, Olad, Rahmat be here. And if you don't have awlad, so Rahmat. Both ways is Rahmat. How you want to approach it. So, sister, don't feel pity and sympathy for yourself. That you know Allah is punishing me and so forth. No. Negativity must not set in. Turn that negativity into positivity. And inshallah, and pass the word around among the families, among the ulama and so forth. I'm not a married counselor, and that yesterday or last week, not yesterday, last week one person is a big shot lawyer, so he told me, you know what, I'm giving you these advices, all that, but I'm not married, so please organize, them. you know so many, so I told him what you want, you want four wives or three wives or one wife, he was laughing, I said, if you want four, I'll give you one Hanafi, one Shafi, one Maliki, one Ambali, I wonder what he practice on that.
1: Okay, Mufti Saab, uh, this question says, assalamu alaykum. Please ask my question. When when we listen to the Quran and read the words, are we completing two Qurans at the same time? I'm a revert. I place the Quran app on my phone and find it, mashallah, spiritually uplifting from uh, listening and reading. Shukran Jazilan for everything. Mufti Saab.
0: Okay, my brother, sister, you embrace Islam, alhamdulillah, that's the right correct choice you made. Now we need to draw a distinction, one is listening to the Qur'an Sharif, that's very good. But listening is not reading, so you will get reward for that. But you, as a Muslim, you're supposed to read the Qur'an Sharif as well. Fasting is a duty, and tilawatul Qur'an, recitation of the Qur'an Sharif, is the beauty of Ramadan. Every day during Ramadan, the Qur'an Sharif was revealed piecemeal, gradually, over a period of 23 years. So whatever portions were revealed, Mustafa, Habib, sallallahu alayhi wa read to Jibreel, alayhi salam thereafter Jibreel alayhi salam, would read to the master to set the precedent for humanity posterity, husband read to wife wife to husband, parents to children children to parents, Is locked down that is what should be going on now in Ramadan, so you must make a concerted effort brother and sister that you read the Quran Sharif as well, if you study the Salafi Salih Imam Shafi'i Rahimahullah in one Ramadan 61 you would make, subhan how 61 whole day one khatam whole night one khatam and then on Tarawi he was imam he used to make khatam you will tell me imam shafi was born in the year 150 he passed away 204 so I tell you of nowadays, Hazrat Sheikh Mohna Zakaria, 1981, he came there, our Mohna Tutla, Rahimamullah, Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus. He played a pivotal role in getting Hazrat Sheikh to Stanger. And that was the last etiquette of Hazrat Sheikh for the whole month. On the 1st of Shaban, 82, Sheikh Hazrat Sheikh, Hazrat Muhammad Zakaria passed away, buried in Medina in Baqi. Hazrat Sheikh in Ramadan paralyzed everything daily, Khatamul Quran. And he passed away now in 81. So imagine people completing Qur'an Sharif daily in this day and this age, so we have no excuse and use our leisure time in the pleasure of all Allah When we read Qur'an Sharif abundantly, the love for all Almighty Allah will increase. And remember our Iman, our heart becomes nurani, you will see filled with new radiance and effulgence, and we will see the whole world as something so insignificant, and Allah's that, Allah's sifat, Allah's azmat, Allah's kibriya, so all that is magnanimous beyond description and comprehension, so that is the barakah of reading the Qur'an Sharif abundantly.
1: My husband and I are separated for almost three years now, Mufti Sahab, with no contact. Please, uh, can you tell us if my nikah is still valid or is it broken?
0: remember the word you used separated from there I deduce your husband did not divorce you in writing or verbally orally so technically islamically you all are still married you pass away your husband will inherit he passes away you will inherit because there's no divorce no talaq so my advice to both of you first point was sulhu khair reconcile and for reconciliation both parties have to make compromise you all decided that no can't compromise we can't reconcile, we can't compromise. There are just too, too many irreconcilable, you know, differences and what have you. So we want to separate. So tell your husband then he should issue a talaq, as it is three years have passed, he is not now maintaining you, sustaining you. She must release you. He can't carry on like this. And he's stubborn, he's obstinate and so forth. Then you go to your ulama and so forth, any organisation you have confidence in, you go and apply for a fasakh And that's the annulment of marriage, and then you will have a court case. And then, if you still want to go ahead and separate it like that, so the annulment will take place. So, these are the options first option, reconcile, second option, request a talaq, third one, go for fasakh. So, that is what you should do. But to stay like this, and Allah alone knows, maybe He's already uh, settled with somebody, you might get involved with somebody, all this will be haram. Remember this, because remember, you'll don't. Don't know that what's happening with one another. So that is unacceptable. You must make find closure on this issue.
1: Yes, sir. Mufisab, we have five minutes or four minutes to go. So we'll make this the last question, and then you can give your naseehah and close up. It says, please comment on inquisitive neighbors. They always looking through the window, checking our washing, our maid. They gossip only check on us all the time, Saab.
0: Quran Kareem, we just did the Surah now, Surah Maun. Wa al Maun. So there all, Madhya Speaks about Hukukul jar, The rights of the neighbor Islam says that if the Muslim neighbor And your family, they got three rights They are your family, they are Muslim They are your neighbor. If it's Muslim Neighbor and not your family, two rights So they are your neighbors And they're Muslim. If they're not Muslim They also have a right over you because They're your neighbor. Mustafa authentic hadith in Tirmidhi, that remember that whoever believes in Almighty Allah in the last day, he must not cause any harm to the neighbor. So this business of poking our nose, peeping, all that, what's hanging there and who's underway and all crazy things. So you must remember it's haram in Islam. That is totally unacceptable. What you should do, I don't know where you stay and what's the story just maybe put up a bigger higher wall and so forth so they can't be peeping and whatever you put some parada there and close it up so that is one way of solving the problem second one is this now you are fed up with them so read these three verses and whenever people want to cause harm to you always read this surah 40 verse 44 wa ufaw vidu amri ilallah ya Allah my matters affairs I'm handing them over to you, you sort them out. Allah says in the next verse, surah 40 verse 45, Allah will protect you and save you from their plotting, planning, and scheming. Read surah 29 verse 30. Alal Mufsidin. Ya Allah assist me against these mischief makers and troublemakers. And read surah 3 verse 173. And that is Hasbun Allah wait mal and surah Surah 22, verse 78, فَنِعْمَ wa وَنِعْمَ النَّصِيرِ And inshallah, one way they'll fly away, they'll go away. So ask Almighty Allah, Jalla for protection. Okay, inshallah, the three to past three will be our morning program. The repeat, 3.30 to 4.30, Ma'ana Khalid. And 4.30 to 5.30, our Hafiz Hussein Wadi, Hafizahullah. Till the Maghrib and thereafter the surahs. And inshallah, six to seven around there will be Ma'ana Arafat with Brother Yuswali, seven o'clock the Tilawat, the, the Tarawi day in uh, the al Quran, Qari Desai and company there. And that will be till around uh, past eight. Up past eight we join Medina Manovara. And then about past nine, up uh, past nine, Venko with the synopsis of the Tarawi Mashallah, then ten o'clock the news, and thereafter we have Maulana, we have Mawana Dawood Siddat. Dawud Siddharth will continue with the life history of Hazrat Ji, Hazrat molana and that will be for around half an hour. Thereafter, the Urdu discussion, when Shaykh al Hadith, Hazrat Maana, Yunus passed away. So many, many ulama came, and then they spoke about his khidmat, and service to the Dean of Islam, and especially in the field of hadith. He never got married. People asked him, why you don't get married? He said, I'm married to Bukhari Sharif. Meaning, I'm teaching Bukhari Sharif. I don't have time you are sickly also and subhanallah you are such a muhaddis and scholar I saw my own eyes in Makkah Muqarama the Arab students used to come line up and line up and say Sheikh please and he used to speak to them in fluent Arabic eloquent Arabic Then they used to take ijaza to the hadith they tell him please give us ijazah that we can also use your Mubarak blessed name for Arab ulama and students to come by Indian alim because they knew his worth what a great Great scholar, especially of hadith, he was. So many ulama will speak about him tonight. You can listen from up past 10 onwards. Jazakallah <inaudible> khairan to you, my brother Shafad Ahmad Khan. Inshallah, we will go back, inshallah, 12 to 1 on Saturday, inshallah, with another QA. And Allah reward you, reward your family. And you know, speaking of neighbors, I thought of you and I thought of Kaka. You know, our Kaka? Soli Kaka. You see, you call him Kaka. I call him Masaji Maso. So he used to love, you know, Pai. So you must remember the trotters they call. So Mustafa sallallahu said, oh you women that give your neighbors the payah also sometime so that they also will feel that you have sharing, caring, feeling for them. Imagine Mustafa sallallahu alaihi teaching us all this 1400 years ago. So that is how we taught about our beloved uncle. My brother Shafad knew him well. He's part of the family also. Barakallahu fiqh brother Shafad, Allah ta'ala keep you well and the family. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.